Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? In this training, I'm going to talk to you about what I call the Great American Tragedy which in the last 50 years, we as Americans have faithfully followed the advice from leading medical associations, nutritional professionals, and our government to eat less fat. According to them, fat makes us fat and causes heart disease. We as a nation are fatter and sicker than ever. And that leads us to dynamism biohack, the great American tragedy. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. On a more personal note, my mother followed this advice faithfully for years, and she ended up obese and dead from a heart attack. If I never found my mom half on the edge of that bed and half off the edge of that bed trying to call for help at that hotel, dead from a heart attack, and then after we buried my father who you know, died from preventable cancer, and then a month later witnessed my grandmother dying after a medical mistake, I did not believe I would have embarked on the health promotion journey I am on today, nor would I have become the physician I am today. This very training I created for you was born on that spark that I felt when I vowed to help Americans not suffer the tragedies that I have faced in my family. For me, this message is very personal. I learned from my stressed out dad to lighten up in life for my sedentary mother to move better, and for my grandmother who suffered a medical mistake to live fully. This is not about furthering my career. This is all about discovering, proving, and teaching the solutions to avoid these crises for others. I cannot raise the dead, but I certainly can help more people lighten up, move better, and live fuller. So that's become my mantra. And each time I get to help transform people's lives toward these solutions and the advancement of their health, I am liberated from my suffering as it honors the memory of my fallen parents and family, as it honors the memory of your fallen parents and family toward the advancement of humanity and health. Someone recently said to me, don't reinvent the wheel. Well, the problem with that statement is that if Henry Ford asked the people of his time what they wanted, the people would have said faster horsepower when Mr. Ford was thinking about the automobile. In contrast to the automobile, which at the time caused the advancement of new products and services toward the improvement of humanity, the health promotion solution I'm teaching will have the same effect in the progress of humanity today. At the very least, I may never get any attention for being a part of it besides you who are listening to this training. And by the way, if you like this training, click the like button and share it with your friends so they can benefit from this. You see, my goal is to create hundreds of these little trainings for you, even if only one person listens. See, I don't care. If that one person's life is saved because of what they learned from me, that's all that matters. For me, Life and health are both journeys that require hard work. 
Health is a fruit that is grown and earned. And as long as you advance your life and health from these strategies and tools that I teach, and you're applying it, and you're living it, and you're benefiting from it, that's enough for me. Now, I would imagine that Henry Ford did not invent the automobile. There's probably a group of dedicated visionaries whom he hired who did, who never got the credit or reaped the financial awards that Ford received. At this point, does it even matter? See, when the conventional wisdom at the time does not stack up, and after we've suffered enough loss, it's time for a game changer. It's time for dynamism. A new vision is needed, and from a different type of doctor, one that values and restores Mother Nature on the attainment for health promotion and true wellness. And that true wellness and health promotion does not come from studying pathology and disease. It comes from studying healthology, a term not yet in the dictionary or the study of health. We need to study healthy people, not sick people. So here we are with some expanding nutrition research problems that your doctor probably knows nothing about. You know, the emerging research is showing us just how bad our rat science is in the field of nutrition. For example, as I discussed in the biohack metabolic switches, I explained that most experts may label a calorie just as a calorie. Again, the problem lies in the fact that when you eat a calorie, it's not a calorie. This is imperative knowledge. So allow me to elaborate thereupon some more. It is time to be liberated once and for all, like the people from the Henry Ford time when he introduced the first automobile, like Ford, I'm not recommending some improvement to our current thinking about sickness and disease with some weird philosophy or belief. I'm using the research from various academics as well as hundreds of books that validate that this is a valid science and will become the future of humanity toward health promotion. It's also going to spark a new brand of science as a wellness scientist with a different set of scientific rules and guidelines that will be known all over the world. And luckily for me, I have the rest of these training sessions to teach you that dominant game-changing strategy. See, in a scientific lab that creates a vacuum, Calories from all foods release the same amount of energy when burned, whether the food is a raisin or a piece of meat. But when you eat, foods that have to process through a series of biomolecular processes through the human body will never be identified in a rat. And this has profoundly different effects on your hormones, your brain chemistry, and your metabolism than a rat or an animal. Not to mention that the particular genome you are studying matters much. See, the genome you contain, what species you are, is vastly different how food affects hormones, brain chemistry, and metabolism. If you are a human, eat more fat. Fat calories burn differently than sugar calories do. Fat calories speed up your metabolism. Fats have to be burned and are not easily stored because they don't spike insulin, the fat storage hormone. Fat works on the brain to cut your appetite, so you eat less food overall during the day. On the other hand, sugar and carb calories do exactly the opposite, don't they? They spike insulin, they promote fat storage, and lay down the dangerous belly and organ fat. They slow your metabolism and increase your hunger and cravings. So mounds of scientific research supports this perspective. In other words, it is not how much you eat, but what you eat that contains the metabolic switches. Yeah, 80 calories of raisins versus 80 calories of meat 
will release the same amount of energy when burned in a vacuum, but your body is not a vacuum. Think about this rationally. When applied to human biology, if you eat the same amount of calories in kale or chocolate, do they do the same thing to your body? Well, of course not. The wrong idea that a calorie is a calorie to reach your optimal weight was what killed my mother. The more accurate hypothesis is something called the metabolic hypothesis, which accounts for the fact that different types of foods affect your body and even your DNA in various ways. A specific example comes from the fact that we know that fat calories burn differently than sugar calories. In contrast, the fat calories speed up our metabolism and the calories from sugar trigger insulin because they're fast-acting carbohydrates which promote fat storage, hunger, and food cravings. So different types of foods epigenetically turn on various metabolic switches in humans vastly different in other species. Again, it is not how much you eat but what you eat as a member of that species. Harvard-trained Dr. David Lugwood did much of the underlying research to prove this wisdom. He showed that certain foods that contain similar nutrients affect hormones and metabolism in profoundly different ways. And this determines how we store or burn calories, build fat or muscle, feel hungry or satisfied. It is a variable that keeps you struggling with weight or maintains a healthy weight effortlessly to suffering from or avoiding chronic inflammation. So recall that a fascinating piece of research Lovewood found had to do with how fast-acting carbohydrates light up our reward centers in the brain, the same way that addictive substances like cocaine and alcohol do. So the practical wisdom so far in our story of the eat pillar of a dynamic health comes from all this research, and it is very simple. Dynamic people need to reduce and eliminate their consumption of fast-acting processed carbohydrates and increase our consumption of good fats. Eat fat and get thin. So simple, isn't it? I'm Dr. Matt Hammett, inviting you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. See you next Dynamism Biohack.